Video Gamers Oasis Playful Podcast Discussions on my favorite games, movies, TV shows, anime, comic books, collectibles, and other fun content for gamers and geeks. I'm your host, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. This is Jeremy from Video Gamers Oasis Playful Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to start to make more episodes, more content for the podcast, more interesting stuff to listen to for the gaming and the geek community. Recently, I've been watching uh, on Disney Plus X Men '97. Uh, that is the original X Men cartoon show that was around on, from 1992 to 1996. This is the beginning of a episodic review vlog starting with the pilot episode of the show, uh, season one, episode one of the show, and the episode's called Night of the Sentinels, part one of two. And if you enjoy this review, please let me know if you want more episodes such as this. I'd like to do an ongoing series, an ongoing review vlog of this classic 90s, retro 90s X-Men cartoon show review vlog. So I'm going to briefly review highlight the, the contents of the show there will be spoilers spoiler alert I'm going to uh, spoil a key uh, a key plot elements so if you haven't seen the episode I would encourage you to go to Disney plus right now and watch the show there a friend of mine at work highly recommended that I cut down my reviews significantly make them more summarized so I wrote some notes here and I'm hoping you'll find them satisfactory so the the introduction, we, of course, we have that classic 90s X-Men theme music. You know how it goes. And all the characters are highlighted, all the main um, X-Men characters. We have Rogue, we have Cyclops of Storm, we have Jubilee, Wolverine, we have the character um, uh, Gambit. And of course, we have Professor X. At, right at the beginning of the show, powerful, colorful, animated introduction. I always found those very exciting. When I first saw them on the Saturday morning cartoon shows, they were always exciting to watch. And so we have the very first scene of Night of the Sentinels Part 1. And we have a scene with Sabretooth. He appears to be battling two hoodlums amidst uh, flaming wreckage. And a news reporter says, Today, the downtown area was rocked by another outbreak of violence. The fact that the perpetrator is believed to be a mutant has fueled current anti-mutant hysteria now growing nationwide. Uh, though one witness said only one isolated big hairy and then switching to the father, it's the uh, father and the mother. Uh, they're actually foster mother and foster father of Jubilee. Jubilee the mutant. And they're, they're, their discussion, uh, they're discussing their um, their daughter and what to do with her because she is a mutant and the foster mother confronts the, 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 the husband she says how could you register her with that mutant control agency if she if she were some sort of criminal and the father's defending the agency the agency isn't the problem it's an outreach program to help 
those unfortunate people. It's for her own good. And then Martha, Martha's concerned. She said, "How? But, but, what will happen to her now?" And the father responds, "I don't know. Let's just hope the neighbors never find out our beautiful Jubilee is a mutant. They'd never understand." And Jubilee uh, is so distraught, emotionally distraught by this situation, she runs away from home. She says, "It's not my fault. This is not fair." And then we have a scene of the Sentinel flying over from the moon, big, huge, gigantic robot. And and, and the father is explaining to her to the wife how she had in the past had fried the VCR with just a touch. And then the 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 giant robot uh, is tracking down Jubilee, and she think they track down the location of Jubilee's bedroom. The robot reaches through the window and smashes through the window, grabs the bed in order to abduct her. Of course, she's not in the bed. She left the she left some pillows in the bed, and the, the mom, uh, the stepmom, walk uh, comes up upstairs to the bedroom and screams when she sees a big hole where the window used to be. And so she, Jubilee is at the video arcade in the shopping mall, and she's playing the game. And she says, "They're ashamed of me. I thought they'd love me." And she's playing the video game, the classic retro-style arcade game. And she's venting her frustration on the arcade game. She says, "Come on, I'll teach you to invade my universe." And meanwhile, at the um, the shopping mall, one of one of the giant sentinels are stomping through the shopping mall grocery, the shopping mall um, parking lot. People are screaming. Voice, a little bit, boy says, "Mommy, can you buy me that? Buy me that." The lady comes to a police officer, says, "Can't you do something?" The police officer replies, "What do you want me to do? Arrest him?" And then, switching back to the scene with Jubilee at the video arcade. What's so wrong with being a mutant anyway? No, not again. She smashes, she ops, she accidentally smashes the, or damages the video game arcade machine with her electric uh, mutant powers. And the video game manager, arcade manager, he looks he looks a lot, he, he's not played by uh, Stan Lee, but he looks a lot like Stan Lee. <laughs> he looks like him and he goes up to her and say, hey you, do you know how much that game costs? Sucking on a, a soda pop uh, straw, she says, yeah, a quarter. Hey, you're one of them, aren't you? Jubilee runs outside the arcade at the shopping mall because she's been identified, and the manager yells through the mall, We don't want you lousy mutants around here! So while running away, Jubilee is, uh, Jubilee is running away from, um, and slams into Storm and Rogue who are, who are carrying shopping, who are carrying shopping packages. And they're all groaning because they all knocked each other's noggins. Jubilee on the ground gets up. She says, "Hey, watch where you're going." And Rogue, she, she's a very cute character. I find her very. Uh, she has a fun, lot of funny one-liners. <laughs> she says, "Us." And Rogue continues, "What bug crawled up her shorts?" And while continuing to run away, Jubilee turns a corner of the mall, which is labeled bookstore. Meanwhile, a shopping a shopping mall employee who's picking garbage in the mall. He has a shoulder bag, he's picking up garbage into his shoulder bag, and then he looks in fright to see the shadow of a huge sentinel robot start to walk through the shopping mall window. He screams in terror. People are screaming in terror. The sentinel bursts through the glass entrance of the shopping mall. Sentinel responds, Do not be alarmed. I am here to serve and protect. Meanwhile, in a bookstore, Gambit is uh, looking, is, purchased, is shopping for a, a deck of cards. He's that mutant with that energy powers, so he can take, uh, for example, he can take 
um, gaming cards or uh, playing playing deck of cards and turn them into energized weapons. So we at that bookstore, and he's he says to the beautiful blonde lady cashier, cash cashier, he says, "I'll take that. I'll take these." The cashier lady is getting very flirtatious with uh, Gambit. She says, "You must like to play cards." And Gambit says, "I like solitaire, okay, unless I got someone to play with." So there's not, there's not too much innuendo in this uh, kids' cartoon. But I, I, I find it very amusing, and he, he does have sort of like a, a New Orleans accent. And the Jubilee climbs down the escalator, running away f- uh, from the arcade. And people are running upstairs, the up, up, up the escalator in terror. And he, and he, she says, "Hey, you dweebs, watch it! I hope you're just mall security." And he sees, she sees the uh, the Sentinel approach, and the Sentinel. Sees, sent, sees Jubilee and says, Target identified, initiate capture. Jubilee says, Target, capture, help! Sentinel extends his hand and a metal tentacle and grabs Jubilee. This is a really cool scene. So the robot has a mechanical octopus tentacle, robotic uh, octopus tentacle extend from his hand and, or its hand and it wraps around Jubilee. And Jubilee is screaming, help! And then Storm, we know Storm, she's a uh, maiden who can create Storm. She has the power to create uh, her own weather, electricity and wind. And Rogue is, of course, the mutant that can absorb other mutants' powers. She's almost like a, a mutant vampire, but she doesn't have fangs. But she takes people's energy and, and transmits transmutes it into her own powers. So they, they are shopping, they're window shopping outside a woman's undergarments store. I found that kind of that detail kind of amusing. So and and Rogue hears hears her screaming. Must be a sale. Jubilee screaming, help, help, put me down, please. And and then Storm gets her electrical powers activated, coming to the rescue of the poor little girl Jubilee. She says, Storm, mistress of the elements, commands you to release that child. A rogue, rogue, she's so cute. Uh, she she adds her little uh, two cents to the uh, to the. Uh, rescue she says lighten up on the speeches sugar jubilee says hey lady keep talking to him some more the sentinel says identify unidentified mutants ignore jubilee screaming storm transforms her outfit and a gust of wind lifts her up with a, her white cape flapping storm strikes a lightning bolt at the sentinel jubilee is released from the robot's grip but begins to fall jubilee screaming sentinel Mutant, stop. The Sentinel shoots an energy beam at Storm and Jubilee, but Rogue rips away the escalator and uses it as a shield to repel the attack. Rogue leaps from, uh, leaps uh, front, pardon me. Rogue rips up the escalator and throws it at the Sentinel, uses it as a shield. But she, after, after, she, did, after she, she does that, she leaps from the escalator. She jumps forward and attacks the Sentinel with her fist. She clocks the robot directly in the face. Jubilee makes a statement. Did you see what she did? Storm, who had just rescued her. Yes, Rogue has a way with men. Rogue continues to hurl punches and energy attacks at the Sentinel while floating. Pretty impressive. The Sentinel returns with its counterattack while Rogue swoops in on the robot. Meanwhile, back at the bookstore, Gambit opens up a deck of cards and examines the cards. Gambit. Gambit's looking at the cards and talks to the cash cashier. She, he says, they feel great. Ah. Cashier lady says, like anything else? 
very flirtatious uh, movements in, in the way she's sort of winking at him and all that stuff. Gambit says, don't go away. I'll be right back. Rogue gives the Sentinel a hard punch. The Sentinel falls backward into the bookstore. Gambit sees the back of the robot begin and begins to fall. He begins to see the back of the robot fall through the window. Gambit gasps. Gambit rescues the cashier lady who's at behind the desk. He, by taking her away from the counter into the safety of the corner of the storeroom. Storm to Jubilee. Just wait here. Jubilee says, wow. The woman's yelling, what's that? Gambit says, don't worry, Sherry. Your insurance can handle it. Rogue then says, what is that thing anyhow? Sentinel shoots two beams from both hands. Rogue and Storm get hit. They both run and they're propelled through the glass skylight of the roof of the shopping mall onto the shopping mall roof. Uh, both groan, groaning a uh, robot, I believe. Sentinel to Jubilee. Halt, mutant. Jubilee says, who's a mutant? Jubilee says, don't answer that. Sentinel shoots at Jubilee. Jubilee says, hey! He starts screaming. Gamut catches the falling Jubilee, because Jubilee's falling down a hole um, in the floor. Where you going, petite? Anywhere but here, she responds. Sentinel says, stand aside. I must apprehend that mutant. Gambit replies, hey, apprehend this. Takes an energized playing card and swings it at the uh, Sentinel. Jubilee said, how did you do that? Gambit uh, slyly replies, with style, petite. With style. And then Jubilee res responds by running away. She says, I am out of here. Wait, Gambit will help you. Gambit replies, uh, continues to go uh, yell at her. And says, "I'm a mutant too." Jubilee <coughs> says to herself, "I must be going nuts. Everyone's gone. People flying everywhere. The balls turned into some creepy, for real video game." Jubilee peeks from behind the wall to see the Sentinel approaching. "Oh please, oh please, oh please! He doesn't see me. I hope he doesn't see me. Oh no, 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 no!" Sentinel looks at down at Gambit on the in, in the uh, in the seat of a brand new car that's on display that he fell into and he says unregistered mutant expendable jubilee says jubilee begins to attack the sentinel with her energy blast and say get away from him i mean it she shoots the head of the sentinel with energy and it it, it puts gives the robot a black eye so to speak it does make him back off a bit i don't believe this gambit um warns uh warns jubilee run girl run jubilee runs outside the mall what did I ever do to anybody? I don't. I didn't ask to be. A, <clears throat> I didn't ask to be a mutant. I'm just a kid. The Sentinel throws a gas grenade. Grass, pardon me, a gas grenade at Jubilee. It's a sleeping gas, of course. But it, she starts coughing. Who are you? And then Cyclops comes to the rescue outside the mall. He replies, "Cyclops, get down." And he's wearing a blue uh, tight outfit with a gold belt and, of course, a gold visor with a red, a red um, beam glass in the in center. Uh, Cyclops, get up. And Jubilee's coughing weakly. I don't think I have a whole lot of choice. He falls into Cyclops' arms, unconscious, and Cyclops' energy blast, huh? Here's one from a pro. Cyclops shoots a powerful, destructive energy beam at the neck of the Sentinel, groaning. And then we switch to the next scene at the X-Mansion. Jubilee wakes up in a medical bed, hooked up to a heart rate monitor machine. Jubilee wakes up and she responds and looks at 
uh, her equipment around her bed. She says, where am I? And the machine is beeping. What is this place? As Gap Jubilee gets excited, the heart rate monitor blows up. Jubilee, shh, be quiet, says to the machine. I hate machines. She tries to open the door of her hospital room and it's locked. Okay, zap it. So she uses her energy blast to zap or destroy the doorknob. Oh, come on, I know you're in there. That's better. The doorknob disintegrates. Mutant powers def definitely have their advantages. <laughs> That's what she says. Jubilee walks into a lab with Beast, the lovable blue beast upside down, hanging from the ceiling with a chemistry bottle. The Beast is uh, saying to himself, it would be quite disconcerting if this were to detonate. Disconcerting yet provocative. Jubilee says, out, um, says to her, how do I get out of here? And then Kelly on TV is a this shocking incident at New Salem Mall. TV room with Morph. Morph is another, made, um, another minor mutant in the show. He is a mutant has the ability to shapeshift into any character, any person. And he's watching TV, flipping the channels. Kelly on TV is just part of the growing menace of mutant violence. Morph shapeshifts into a male politician. And Morph says, My fellow Americans, I am an idiot. And he begins laughing. He has a very mischievous laughter. <laughs> and then he watches a TV commercial. A, uh, a men's cologne commercial with this handsome hunk and a beautiful lady. Aggression. A new scent for men. And he shapeshifts as the shapeshifts into the hunky Chad on the TV commercial. Then switching to the, um, he then says husky voice, Aggression by Calvin Clone. Then he watches a TV announcer. Was this girl kidnapped by mutants? Film at 11. Morph shapeshifts into Jubilee, the actual girl in the story. And Jubilee sees that. Uh, mole violence, film at 11. Jubilee is shocked and can't believe her eyes. I'm gone. Where are you going? <laughs> Female announcer, a strange woman, was spotted near the scene of violence. Male announcer, high above City Hall, an amateur video caught a glimpse of on the TV screen, Sabretooth battling two bikers. We're going to see more of Sabretooth later in the series. So Sabretooth's growling. I'm just going to mention Sabretooth. I'm just going to be the only guy who mentions this. He does look like he's he's in his nature zone. He looks like he's in a nude. He's His body is like a, a Sabretooth tiger. He, he's not wearing any clothes in this scene. He just appears to be have you know yellow and striped skin like a, like a tiger. I just find that kind of remarkable. He has a big mane around his neck. There's not a lot of detail in his body, but it's still interesting how he's not wearing clothes in that cartoon, at least in this episode. There is also a quick shot of a caped shadowy figure with energy and electrical, um, electrical, electrical aura emitting from his hands and body. Possibly Magneto? Could be. The male politician says, it's time we recognize that all mutants are potentially dangerous to mankind. Jubilee turns off the TV and remarks, get a life. Jubilee examines the decapitated head of a fallen sentinel, a robot, and Xavier is uh, rolling down with Jean. They're having a conversation with each other. Xavier says, what happened at the mall was inevitable. And I just want to mention, because I'm a Canadian, uh, Professor X is played by Cedric Smith, actor. Cedric Smith is an English-Canadian actor and musician. He played Alec King in the CBC television series Road to Avonlea and was the voice of Professor X in the X-Men TV series. And that information can be found on Wikipedia. <laughs> Professor X and Jean are talking or taking a stroll together and talking. 
Professor X says, Gene, I knew the existence of the X-Men would be revealed to the public one day. Pause. And then he continues, but not like this. And Gene Grey makes, makes an observation and says, wait a minute, those monitors were on. They were turned off. Professor X uses his mental telepathy to scan his facility. Professor X says, it's the girl, Jean. She's trying to escape. And uh, Professor X says on the PA system, this is Professor Xavier, code three. We have an intruder. The alarm's ringing. Morph says, check down that way, beast. Beast says, the intruder will not elude me. Starts running after her. Jubilee says, come on. Oh, just do it. Computer voice says, initiate Gambit Wolverine training sequence. So she, she, she stumbles into a holodeck kind of room where the mutants have uh, robotic uh, battles with the computer to practice their fighting their fighting skills and to spar with one another. This room Jubilee in, it starts to change colors and form images. It's, the hol it's a holodeck of sorts. Jubilee says, wow, she starts screaming. A spiked wrecking ball swings at Jubilee as she ducks. And then she makes a statement, I was better off with the giant robot. And Gambit sees her and says, Petite, this is no place for you. Wolverine smashes through the wall. And Gambit says, there you are, Wolverine. Gambit and Wolverine commence sparring. Computer says, piston sequence initiated. And so they're, they're, the piston lifts them both up on a platform of sort. And Wolverine jumps on top of, of, of Gambit's back. Gives, gives him a submission hole. Says, Tag, you're it. This game is over. Jubilee looks up, looks on in horror. Wolverine says, Had enough, Cajun? Just say, Uncle. Jubilee says, Don't hurt him. Wolverine, his train of thought is broken. He says, Huh? Jubilee shoots energy at Wolverine. There's a loud bang and he slams to the wall. Storm, Beast, and Morph enter the room. Storm says, Is the child all right? Wolverine sits, shaking his head in disbelief and also in dizziness, he says, not for long. Jubilee says, they were fighting and I wanted to help him. And boom! And everyone's laughing except Wolverine. Wolverine's growling. Gambit says, don't worry, Petit. You just hurt Wolverine's pride, that's all. Jubilee says, what is this weird place? Beast re replies, he's like, sort of, he's like a professor. Uh, in the show, he's sort of like a, an intel intellectual technologist and a philosopher uh, and, and an alchemist and all kinds of things. He says, one part gymnasium, one part survival course, affectionately referred to as the danger room. Storm grabs the left arm of Jubilee. Storm says, come with me, child. I shall explain who we are. Storm and Jubilee are near the top of a tower of the X-Mansion. And she's having a conversation with Jubilee, and she's two of them. And she says, all of us here are mutants, just like yourself. Well, tell me this, what is a mutant? Storm replies, no one knows who will be a mutant at birth. We discover our extraordinary powers at about your age. Professor Xavier is our leader, and he has, showed, he has named us the X-Men. Don't worry, you are safe here, because I can control the weather. They call me Storm. Jubilee responds, at least your name makes sense. My name's Jubilee. I blow stuff up. Uh, Storm replies, you've come to the right place. This is Professor Xavier's school for the gifted. Jubilee responds, gifted, huh? I get you. <clears throat> That's a nice way of saying mutants, weirdos, like me. Storm replies in a comforting voice, 
like all of us. Jubilee replies, aren't you guys a little old for school, or did you all get held back? Storm replies, we X-Men learn something very special here, Jubilee. Storm outstretches her left hand, and lightning and wind emits from it. Storm continues, how to control our mutant powers for the benefit of mankind! She yells while she's doing it, and Jubilee's yelling through all the wind and the storm, replies, all right already! But then why do people hate us? Storm continues in a more calm voice. People fear what they do not understand. In the next scene, Xavier uh, is having a discussion with the, the team. He says, I managed to retrieve part of the robot's visual memory. Take a closer look as I replay it. Wolverine walks into a room with Professor X, Rogue, and other mature mutants in a meeting. Rogue uh, welcomes Wolverine says, Hi, Wolverine, take a load off. Wolverine says, anybody notify the kids' parents? Rogue responds, we gave them a holler, but nobody hollered back. Xavier says, there, that ID photograph is from the Mutant Control Agency registration files. They're looking at a video that was found in the memory of the Sentinel robot. That's how the robot founder, Cyclops, makes a statement. He says, Professor Xavier, could the government be plotting against the mutants? Professor X replies, No, the Mutant Control Agency is a private organization, occasionally supported by the government. Someone at the agency appears to have a hidden agenda. Car with license plate 5656. Strange man in green suit. He's talking with these foster parents of, uh, of uh, Jubilee at their home. Does your daughter have any mutant friends? These women, perhaps, shows a holds up a photo of Rogue and Storm. Jubilee's stepfather says, we don't really know much about her friends. Jubilee's stepmother says, she's only been with us a year. She's a foster child. Foster father says, she always kept her secrets to herself. Jubilee exists, exits a city bus and runs towards her foster parents' house. Jubilee says, I gotta make sure they're okay. Panting. And here comes another sentinel robot creeping around the corner, hiding in the bushes. Activates and begins stalking Jubilee. Jubilee sees the Sentinel approach her and she shoots energy from her hands at the robot. The Sentinel absorbs her energy with its hand into its right hand. The Sentinel continues to chase Jubilee. Man steps out of, of, of his car. What the? Jubilee continues to run away, but another Sentinel suddenly walks in front of her, a second Sentinel. Jubilee slides on the ground between the robot's two feet and grunts. The two Sentinels are now closed in on Jubilee. She is trapped. Jubilee says, oh no! One of the Sentinels reaches out with its right hand and shoots sleeping gas at her. Jubilee coughing, not again. Sentinel-1 says, target mutant apprehended. Jubilee is unconscious. And here comes the villain of the story, Guyrich. Good work. He's the guy who's funding the Sentinel program. <clears throat> and uh, Xavier at the meeting says, that building, this is meanwhile back at the uh, expansion, uh, office. Xavier is telling his, uh, his mutant team, that building is the headquarters of the Mutant Control Agency. Somewhere in there are the registration files of hundreds of mutants, innocently, innocently duped into revealing their identities. Wolverine is a very excited to get, to get moving, so we get them and we shred them. We shred them. Gambrit says, I've, I'd get there alone, easy. Professor X says, no, Storm will take three X-Men in with her. Wolverine and Beast and Morph. 
Morph says, if it makes you feel any better, Gambit, I'll, I'll go in like this, huh? And he shapeshifts as Gambit's face changes. And he has that mischievous laugh again. <laughs> Morph shapeshifts, and he's kind of almost like a Loki-like character, but he's more of a hero than a villain. Uh, Xavier, he's got a shapeshifting uh, uh, trickster. And Xavier says, Cyclops, you will be in overall command. Cyclops says, Professor Xavier. He has he wants to talk to uh, ex, uh, Professor Xavier privately outside outside the office. And he says, Professor Xavier, we've been together for a long time, and I strongly believe, as you do, in the peaceful coexistence between humans. And mutants. But when you formed the X-Men, was it not to teach us to see our powers to benefit mankind? To use our powers to benefit mankind? So ordinary people would learn not to fear us? Professor, aren't we? Professor X says, I know what you're, t you're going to say, Cyclops. But I'm afraid we have no choice. And Wolverine says, what's the matter? Teacher's pet got cold feet. Says to uh, Cyclops, they always had a rivalry on the team. Cyclops responds with his visor glowing angrily. Wolverine responds, Anytime, pretty boy. Jean runs to both mutants. I just want to check on J Jubilee. She's gone. Wolverine says, I'm going after her. Cyclops says, No way, Wolverine. We've got a job to do first. Wolverine's growling. He threatens Cyclops with his claws. I go. I want to go. <coughs> Wolverine pushes Gambit aside and says, Out of the way, Gumbo. Gambit pulls out an energized playing card, about to throw it at Wolverine. Cyclops says, Gambit, let him go. Gambit says, ah, he's not worth it. The X-Men jet lands in the forest location where the uh, Sentinels are manufactured. Cyclops says, Rogue, everybody, stay close. Rogue says, not too close. You know, I remember when I was 13, had me a boyfriend. Till I kissed him, poor boy was in a coma for three days. That was when I first realized if I touched anybody, I absorbed their strength right into me. Some power, huh? That's when the boys quit calling. Beast gives his sob story and says, Consider yourself fortunate. I had dandruff. Morph gives his sob story and says, Consider yourself fortunate. Well, he says, Hey, whenever I got at school, I used to turn myself... At school, I used to turn myself into the principal. <laughs> Morph pushes a branch aside and swings it at Gambit. Rogue says, I like to kill my daddy when he found out I was a mutant. <clears throat> Storm says, we all had to face that problem. Storm says, hold it, we are there. Rogue says, you're supposed to know everything, Beast. What makes us like we are anyway? Beast replies very philosophically. Gamma rays, pollution, ozone depletion, television. Morph adds, progress. Wolverine says, lousy luck. You sure make a lot of noise. Gambit says, you decide to join us, eh? Wolverine replies, yeah. Insects are chirping. Storm says, did you find the child? Wolverine replies, her trail went cold outside the house. Got bit by a dog, too. Cyclops replies, Okay, Storm, do your thing. Storm raises her right hand, thunder rumbling. 
The moonlit night begins to darken in clouds and winds. Morph speaks to Wolverine and Beast. Hey, can you guys boost me over the fence, Beast? Wolverine says, looks like we can, giving them a thumbs up and an okay symbol. Morph screaming loud as he's propelled over the fence of the facility. Security guard is alarmed by the sound and leaves his station to investigate. The guard approaches uh, Morph, whose back is to him. He says, are you all right? Morph shapeshifts into the duplicate guard. Never better. The guard says, what? Morph shoots the guard in the face with a sleeping gas gun. He's out like a light. Morph says, nighty night. <laughs> Morph pulls away the guard while Wolverine and Beast hop over. Cyclops, while spying on the heroes through binoculars, they're inside the perimeter. The guard confronts Wolverine, Morph, and Beast. Halt! Wolverine bears his claws with both hands. Out of the sky, Storm stomps down the guard with lightning energy. Wolverine cuts through the solid steel door with his adamantium claws. Beast clears his throat <clears throat> and he shows the keys to Wolverine. The guard's keys. Wolverine responds very, uh, you know, very matter-of-factly. So I'll buy him a new book. Buy them a new door. Hold it. Electronic beams. You can det you can detect the spectrum. Um, Beast says. Wolverine says I can smell them. So he's sniffing, and Wolverine smells the ozone. Storm raises her left hand and says, "You will see them as well as the mist rises." Storm electrifies the ozone gas in the hallway, revealing security laser beams. Beast quotes from poetry as he swings from from the beams of pipes on the hallway. He says, with faint heart, averted feet, and many a tear, tear in our opposed path to persevere. A minor poet for a minor obstacle. Beast then proceeds to leap onto the pipes at the, on the ceiling and straddle them like monkey bars. Beast upside down uh, reads, security. And he says, I wonder, security. Are any of us ever truly secure? Beast shuts down the security system. Rogue says to Cyclops, you look nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Cyclops says, I just wish I knew what was happening in there. Cyclops, Gambit, and Rogue see an armored vehicle approach. Cyclops says, we got trouble. Morph from behind the closed door back at the facility. It looks like clear sailing from here. Ha <laughs> ha! Little does he know, on the other side of the door are a number of armed soldier guards with weapons drawn. Storm opens the door. Part one of two complete. To be continued. Well, folks, there you have it. There's a summary of... A, of episode one from the season one of X-Men 97. I hope you had a good time. I hope it gave you a little bit of entertainment, if not information. It gave you a little bit of visual uh, uh, theater for your mind's eye. If you want to hear more of these uh, episodic uh, vlogs of X-Men 97, please uh, follow me, my Video Gamers Always Playful Podcast, podcast on Spotify as well as Anchor.fm. Let me know if you like what I'm doing. Leave your comments below. Also, I appreciate your, your, your kind donations and your supporting the various affiliates that I'm working with on this podcast. I'm Jeremy. You're watching Video Gamers Oasis Playful Podcast. If you listen to it on the podcast, it'll also be shared on my YouTube channel, Video Gamers Oasis on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and click the notification bell. There's also This podcast will be share, also be shared on my website, Video Gamers Oasis. Make sure to bookmark that website for, new, for the latest updates. Always a lot of interesting gamer and geek content. Thanks for listening and have a great holiday season. Till next time, bye. Video Gamers Oasis Playful Podcast 
credits. Musical intro. Friday Night Gaming. One hour mix. Number one. Free use. No copyright synthwave. New retro outrun EDM. YouTube channel. DGDTV. Dash Diamond Gaming TV. Stock footage video game screen. YouTube channel. RAR. R A W R. Designs. Video arcade desktop wallpaper. Pixario.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.